So I'm not sorry because the guy who tells me he hates me because of whatever just got killed? Maybe not. In the United States, white privilege is in everything we do. Every step we take. I have to inhale the air that we breathe, which is white privilege. Hey, this is Seiko, Fly Guys Seiko from the Fly Guys Podcast. There are times when I interview people that I really don't necessarily agree with or I don't agree with all of their positions. This is one of those times. (laughs) Ah, But enjoy the ride. Stay fly, stay fly. You're listening to the Fly Guys Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. The views expressed on the Fly Guy Podcast by the guests of the Fly Guy Podcast are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> hey, this is Arnie Thomas here on the Bold School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Vaughner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe and share he's saying some good things share it don't keep it to yourself two one it's your man dj seiko for another episode of fly guys podcast i have the beautiful tessa the queen i have cousin sam in the house and we're about to get started the topic for tonight is ally being an ally this rules is ish. <laughs> well, let's start off by, uh, yeah, a little biggie reference. Being an ally, there's rules to this ish. And interestingly enough, this whole concept uh, really kind of started with you, Sam. Me? Yeah. Years ago, the Million Man March was happening in D.C. And I was in the area and we were hanging out. And I said, yeah, I want to go to the march. And you said something really... Um, I'm not going to support that, and I can't remember the term that you used, but you pretty much said, I'm not going to support Farrakhan. And I was like, oh, really? And I was like, interesting, interesting, interesting. And then later on, you know, we had some other conversations, and in our last podcast, I asked the question, um, based on the conversation I had with Tess, uh, if I could still, you know, interact with information from people like Tariq Nasheed and Umar Johnson and still be allies. And, you know, you answered, you know, Chuck answered. And so that's what brings us here tonight. The term, the concept of being ally and what are the rules and, you know, when it comes down to a lot of different things. Eddie, you had a really interesting response. You said that they have some information that's germane and it pertains to some of the advancement in the quote-unquote black community even though there's some other things that you really can't rock with. Right. And so, I mean, and so, we, part of being an ally, you, you're right, they do have good information. They have some, as it pertains to us as a black people. But, I mean, do I agree with everything they say? Hell no. I mean, so it doesn't mean that it doesn't invalidate your because you study them and because you follow them. Does it doesn't invalidate your willingness to to reach across the aisle, as it were, or to across the lines and to, to partner with other you know, other facets of the community? Because 
I think that's I think that's really what's lacking. There are some people that are so polarized in their beliefs and what they're in. I guess their ideologies that they isolate various factions of the entire black community. Oh. Here it comes. Here we go. Yeah. I think that from a position of privilege. I, I think that uh, people that don't have the same struggle can say that. I feel oftentimes, unfortunately, that when I hear that, that is a the parallel conversation that I hear white people say. So, you know, they you know they say things like, "Well, we should really need to just fo- focus on poverty." Because we're looking for a commonality. We're leaving out a whole group of people because we can't see our common ground. But you're a racist, so <laughs> can we talk about that? Because that's affecting me. I'm dealing with racism. And so when men talk about their position, and I'm like, I'm affected by sexism. So it's, if you're saying negative things like Umar Johnson says about women then no, I can't fuck with you because I am a woman. And when you say things about homosexuals, then I can't fuck with you either because I'm also gay. So I can't split myself. So I can't like say it's okay for you to do this part and not this part. I think that if you're really for all black people, that includes me who happens to be gay. Mic drop. There, very nice. <laughs> you know what? And I, I, you can't argue that. Um, it goes. I guess it, it, and it speaks right to what I, I said. Something last week. I had to post something because I was over this whole Nipsey hustle. The whole. Yeah, all of it. I mean, I'm sorry. To, it could be, and it stemmed from um, somebody got up. Somebody made. I copied somebody's post and just like I reposted. Uh, a young brother had made post some on Instagram about you know he wasn't really sorry that he was dead. You know, the, you know while he was sorry he got killed, but he was like, oh well. Then you know while the whole world is grieving and falling out, and so. The responses that came at him were just just troubling to me. So I, you know, and so my my stance was like, okay, I'm sorry that a young black father has gotten killed. His life has been taken. I'm sorry for his, you know, his partner. That's about it. That's all I can give you. But I was like, but here I said here again. I said so. Number point number two was ever been called a faggot punk, a sissy, a dyke, a bulldagger, or anything like that, or you've called somebody those names, you use that, use that kind of hate speech towards somebody, you don't really have a position to tell anybody in the LGBT community how they should feel or how they should mourn the loss of somebody who has used that kind of hate speech toward them. I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, me personally, I didn't even know who the hell he was until they <laughs> Okay. 
Okay. I mean, granted, he did some good things in this community. Great. And I feel like in time he would have evolved and, you know, gotten educated about his wayward views on gay, the LGBT community. I'm like, I feel like that. Because or maybe not. Or maybe not. Uh, <laughs> either way, you, I mean, my empathy is about right there. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't like to see black people get killed. I don't see, I don't like black on black violence. However, comma. I like, I was trying to tell people, I was like, you can't get mad because, oh, well, so I'm not sorry because the guy who tells me he hates me because of whatever just got killed. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, that, that's interesting. Interesting. Sam. Oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because this all started when, you know, like I said. I was trying to blow me for stuff. I was going to be a Y'all tricky. Y'all tricky. Y'all trying to put a lot of shit on me. <laughs> uh, well, you don't have to deal with the Nipsey piece. Uh, oh, no, I can't. I can't. Because I kind of agree. Look. I I applaud everybody who's doing their thing. But if you're not for me, fuck you. That's how it is. That's just how it is. If you're not for me, fuck you. You stay over there. I stay over here. I mind my business. You mind George. You leave me the fuck alone. I leave you the fuck alone. That's how it is. A lot of these rappers have a lot of hate speech. And these kids absorb it. And also in their family lives, they absorb this shit. And they spew it back out. And we're the ones who get the brunt of it. I can't walk down the street with who I want to. I mean, I can. I can do what I want to. But in the back of my mind, I got to think about, all right, where am I? Do I got to fuck somebody up? And if I do, is this going to be the last thing I do? No, like, I may not. I, I mean, come on, to be very honest, I mean, it's the reality. Shit happens in this world. It happens. Not everybody is for us. So as, but also, I can talk about myself being black. You always aware of your surroundings. Point blank. Period. You pay attention to what's going on around you. You scoping everybody out because you never know when something might pop off. Not everybody treats us the same. And the whole point about being like, like we get to the point of being an ally. I don't the ally the term is mixed emotions for me really how so because on one end I can understand you know people say they support and stuff like that but I'm always the type of person I'm gonna tell you this I am pessimistically optimistic <laughs> and when people tell me that they support and I'm like I feel that people don't have a problem with gay people as long as it's not part of their inner circle. It's not part of their bubble. If it's their like distant cousin or if it's somebody else, some people, they don't have a problem. But when it comes close to home, I feel like people have a different issue. Well, you know what? It's, it, it's, it, it becomes close. Most people don't have a problem with certain things if it's not too close to them. I mean, that's all right and stuff, you know, whatever, whatever. But I feel like when it's something that's close, when it's a kid, it's a parent, etc., I feel like sometimes people have issues. Ed, Ed, 
Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I kind of get where he's coming. I get where Sam is coming from. But you're right. I think there's some people, I think it's a matter of comfort. He's absolutely right. It's a, it's a comfort zone issue because I had to check one, of, I had to check my uh, my straight work boyfriend. Don't ask. Yeah, you, okay. <laughs> Where did you do that at? <laughs> So uh, my straight work boo, right? So I said, "Yeah, hold up, you call them straight work boo?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've had to check him several times because, like, we'll go out. Like, you want to hang out, and like, we've been to like, so we've gone to. Okay. Okay. And I've told him, I said, if we go here, this is what I need you to do. You know, don't like, okay, so there's a there's a bar in DC called Nelly's. <laughs> a sports bar. It's okay. a sports bar. Is this the one across the street from your house? No, that's the Eagle. You don't want to go there. That's the leather bar, right? Leather bar. You don't okay. want to do yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, I did. I did learn about, I, I used the correct term, right? <laughs> I'm learning. Go ahead, go ahead. But, so we go to him and he says, hey, you know, so I said, I tell him, don't leave me. I said, stay with me and I got you. And he didn't do that. And right. he goes up. He goes up the steps. He stands at the door, at the entrance to the patio. And so he's nice looking. And guess what? You're a nice looking man in a gay bar, sweetie. Everybody that comes in that door is now stand at the entrance. And so rather than you stay by me, and so I can introduce you to people and be like, oh yeah, yeah, this is my, this is my dude. Blah blah blah. Get the fuck. You know, you know what I'm saying? So I can deflect okay. your way and then you have a whole crisis because you stand at the door and bam, oogling at you and cruising you and I'm like and I'm looking at you like you over there dying I'm like, well bitch, get over here! <laughs> I can't help you from across the room, you jackass! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Alright. <laughs> so there have been times I've had to check him for stupid shit. Like, okay, you can't, you can't, like, he's okay until we go out and somebody thinks he's gay. I'm like, nigga, check yourself. Really check yourself. Like, it's not that serious. Now, if you're out of your element, and so then he has to overcompensate, and it's a whole toxic masculinity. Like, I'm getting, sorry. sorry. Okay. And then it's a whole piece of he's got to do all this extra stuff to kind of, you know, the, I'm not gay. I'm like, you know what? I said, and I keep trying to tell him, I said, dude, when you have to do extra to prove that you're not gay, it makes you look gay. <laughs> it makes you look gay. It makes people think you're doing the most.com. Like, stop, dude. You, you, you got to do all that. Okay, okay. But anyway. Ally. Ally. <laughs> but, but, but yet, and so I've had to, like, again, checking him with stupid shit, like, dude, like, like I've told him, I said, you use the F word 
I'm gonna punch you in your throat. Like, real talk. Like, I said, you can't be cool. Like, he got mad. He got, he was a little freak out. I'm like, dude, I was like, either you cool with it or you not cool with it. There's no middle ground. If we, if you my friend, you my friend. Like, if either you cool with gay people or you not cool with gay people. You can't be cool with some gay people. And because you're looking at me like, oh, well, you're not like, you're not that kind of gay gay. No, nigga, it's all the same thing. Because I promise you, at the end of the day, when the doors close, somebody's sucking some dick. It's all the Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. However that goes, however that plays out. But guess what? There's two men in the room. Something's going on. Like for real. Like you can't be selective about your gaze. Either you cool or you not cool. All right. So is he an ally? He is. Because you know what? Now what's funny though is that he won't. Don't say nothing crazy about me. Because I promise you, he'll fight you. Interesting. Like, for real, like, so we've gotten to a point where, you know, he's just like, look, I'm not going, you know. Okay. So he, he, he got, he, he, I call, he's an ally because again, if it comes to it, that's my dude, that's my boy. He's going, we go, yo, I'll take him to the fight. So he can be an ally and be uncomfortable around other gay people, but he can be an LGBTQ ally. Yeah, because everybody is different. For us, this is who we are. This is our life and this is our experience. For them, it's something different. And so the thing about it is they have all these things they learn and then they interact with people like us and they're like, but you don't like you're not a flaming sissy yeah or some of them will be like sometimes I think the mentality comes because we're gay we're these foreign alien creatures and then when we people sit and have a conversation with us and they're like oh you like your dick suck too you just want another dude to do and I'm like yeah and sometimes they say yeah but not you but you kind of have to to do that so everyone has their different level of comfortability you gotta you have to check them somebody like look you have to be what happened to ah there she is I'm like where'd she go right (laughs) (laughs) right, so so he can be uncomfortable around other gays and still be an ally. Well, can he like personalities? Like, can he like, uh, can he be Republican and support Pence? Oh, no, that's gonna get you punched. <laughs> that'll get you punched in your throat. Now, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, no, that Republican shit, no. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, can he... I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know anybody now who's like super anti super, super well, okay. Uh, I recently had the Irritated Genie here in Hampton Roads. You know, I like listening to conscious thought speakers and such. 
And I had some pushback because of his views dealing with the LGBTQ community. Although his main piece is he wants to stop pedophiles. But but we shouldn't even be associated with pedophiles. Get out of here with that. Amen. I don't. Like, what is that? Right. Like, I got Like, for real, yeah. let me tell you something. And I'll say this as a parent. Yeah. If you talk to my kids, I'm ripping your neck. What? I'll be in jail. Like, I don't like kids. I'm a teacher. I don't like kids. I don't like. And for. No, I don't. I don't know where this thing. This. And I don't know how pedophilia and homosexuality are tied to it because most pedophiles are straight men. Okay, do we really want to have this conversation? Because do we want? Go ahead. Go ahead. It's actually being uh, raped, molested. Come on, Queenie. Come on, let's. Yeah. Do we really want to have this conversation? Because I got some pictures under my coffee table that's in plastic of a whole bunch of men in my family and I'm sure a lot of other black families have those pictures too. So are we really going to talk about who is actually raping exactly. and exactly. grooming our children? Ah, Do we want to have that I think conversation? We should. I think we should. Be, um, you know, that's one of the irritated genie's concerns. That's one of my concerns is we have too many uh, pedophiles in our community and we allow it to happen. You know, but it has um, nothing to do with being gay. Right. I, I'm, I'm not saying that. I was simply saying that that was part of his talk. And he also talks about empowerment. He talks about some other stuff. Um, and at the end of that talk, I did walk away feeling a little uncomfortable. I'm sure you should. Because, again, to associate gay, the LGBT excuse me, the LGBT community with, with pedophiles is bullshit. Um, that's a tag that gets put on us that, like, that's... Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. And I don't understand how we get lumped in that. And there are some wife, there are some pilgrims that do believe in that man-boy love for... Mm-mm. That's it, some... It, yeah, I mean, because you do have Nambla, and Nambla right. is... Now starting to say the same they're using the language that it's just the way God made me that I'm attracted to young boys. You know, the national man loving boy man, association. Yeah. And Whatever. so now they're saying that. And I think that's is what's lumping it together. I I, I don't know. That's that's part of white privilege. Because that's white men who feel like they can do, they have access to anything and anybody that they want to. And so, uh-uh, I'm not buying that bullshit. Like, so does white, just, white privilege tie into homosexuality and the LGBTQ community heavily? I know we've talked about the differences, possible differences, based on what you said. Not what I said, based on what you said. Um, and... In white gays and melanated gays. Well, interestingly enough, it brings that comes to the point of where we talk about why do we need black pride? Well, well, black pride because first of all, that's a whole different set of circumstances. While we might be all same gender loving on some on that level, however, that's where we cease. That's where our commonality ceases because you know what. 
because they don't have any other cultural identifiers, then they lead with their gayness. And that, that is their identifier. But we don't have that option. We don't have that option. As melanated people, the melanated people, we don't have that option. You see us, you see my black ass first before you see anything else. Before I open my mouth, before you know what I'm saying? Before I before I can come in and do three twists and a slap and death drop on the floor, bitch, before I do any of that, you see my black ass walk in the door. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> you, see, you see big black man coming to the damn door. And so guess what? And so we gotta deal with that first and that all the, the poor treatment that comes with that before you can discriminate against me because I like men. Before we can get there. You know what I'm saying? Before we can deal with the SGL piece, no, you got to deal with, we got to deal with that first. And so they don't have that encumbrance. Okay, no, hold up. Uh, before we deal with the SGL piece, same gender loving. Thank you. My bad. My bad. For the uninitiated, we want to make sure everybody's on the same team. Uh, or understand yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say that white privilege comes into every aspect of life. Right? And so if you are so privileged that you don't have to recognize that whenever you speak, you think it's your norm, you think that is the norm. So when you go to get your hair cut, you don't ask the barber do you specialize in black hair or Asian hair you or Hispanic hair or Latinx hair? You just go get your hair cut and you think that it's a normal thing. So when my son was little, we used to go to Lynn Haven and they had the cartoon cuts there. And he wanted to go get his hair cut. Okay. Right? And so... He couldn't because they didn't have a barber that could cut his hair. So he was upset that he couldn't get his hair cut there. In United States, because I don't say America, because that's the whole Western Hemisphere, but that's another story. So I say in United States, yeah, we deal with... <laughs> she's one of them. Proceed. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Fly Guys podcast. (laughs) In the United States, white privilege is in everything we do. Every step we take. I have to inhale the air that we breathe, which is white privilege. Period. And the closer we get to whiteness, in our society, we deem that as better. Mm. So, so racism, white privilege, white supremacy, all those things come into play even when we are talking about LGBTQIA+. So... There's a plus now? As, oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, for the uninitiated, what's the plus? It's long now. It used to be LGBT. Now it's a Q I A L M N O P. It's too long. 
just for you, LGBT. We're just going to stick with that for right now. We're going to keep it. Just for that. Just for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm old school. When your mommy's like, is she gay? <laughs> I mean, you know, no disrespect. I think that, you know, all people should be acknowledged to the best of our ability, right? Hmm. And so, so when people are um, asexual, I'm not asexual. However, that. there are people that are asexual and not they should have acknowledgement as well. Stay fly, stay fly. There are stay people fly, that are fly, queer, stay fly, stay fly, stay people that are questioning, people that are um, in categories that we have not been able to define just yet, but definitely not heterosexual or heteronormative or cis cisgender gender or you know so so in order to include all these people I think they have a right to to be here. Okay, all right, I, I get the plus now. All right, D- just didn't know there was a plus. I thought I was up on it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I can spell all the letters. I'm evolved. <laughs> yeah, it's levels to this stuff, you know. Okay, so. Ooh. All right, good, good, good. So we talked about white privilege. We talked about um, allies, but we only really kind of dealt with allies from a sexual orientation and all the other stuff Tessa just said aspect. Um, Are there other allies and are there levels? You know, if there's spectrums to these things, are there spectrums to being an ally? Is there a far left ally, a middle ally, a far right ally? I personally don't think that there are really levels to it. I feel like either you are or you are not. Because, I mean, that's with anything. You can't tell me that you're an ally, but yet you will stab me in my back or sell my ass to the wolves or throw me into the bus. No, 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 no. How much are the wolves paying? No, not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, I had to throw that jab. <laughs> okay, okay. So you are, you not now, and that kind of takes me back. And we have six minutes left. It kind of takes me back to your work friend. I can't remember the term you used, uh, but you said he's uncomfortable <laughs> in that environment. Well, he's but been- he's an ally. Yes. All right. And you earlier said that you can listen to some of these um, personalities who may not embrace the LGBTQIA plus, I did it, uh, community in totality, but have some other issues that deal with black people, melanated people, people of African descent, whatever term you want to use, and they can still be allies. Nah. You just said they are or they're not. Well, you're right. And you know what? I mean, in that context, you're right. They either they are, or they not. Because you know what, you're not gonna tell me you can't spew to me this whole, you know, just like I said. Just now, they now if you are the spewer of said hate, yeah, kick rocks and open toe shoes. Like real talk, just kick rocks and open toe shoes and drink gas and eat a match. Like <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of the day. You know, like, so when, when you said, could you be an ally, but you listen to, but see, you can, because you are discerning enough to t- to pick 
from their rantings, the things that are positive, and you don't subscribe to the negativity, then that that for you that's fine. But for the originators of the bullshit, you know. Oh no, I disagree. I disagree. I I can't do Umar. I just I just cannot. And I feel like Man, Umar, the big black dude. Umar Johnson. Hold on, let me let me look this up real quick. Okay. So so the reason that I can't do Umar Johnson is because I feel like ignorance is ignorance. Yeah, you And I can't I can't just, you know, if I'm allergic to let me put it to you this way. <laughs> if I'm allergic to if I'm allergic to peanuts, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And you give me a dish that's oh. fantastic. It's wonderful. It's delicious. It's got all the things in it, except for it has peanuts in it, and I'm allergic to peanuts. I can't fuck with it. Right. And you know what? This is Umar Johnson. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him sideways with a donkey dick, like real talk, with a big knot in it and a curve. Nah, hell no. <laughs> Most ignorant motherfuckers that I've ever seen. I, I, ever. Yeah, yo, yo, I'm sorry, I'm about to call you by your government name because I've called you that my whole life. <laughs> so, so I can't, I can't do. So my thing is, is this: I feel like everybody's on a journey, and I get that, right? Right. But my allies have to be willing to continue to walk that journey and not say okay I've gotten here and this is where I'm stopping at because I don't see that as an ally we have so much more to learn in this journey and so you know we use the word woke and so my mother when she first found out that I was gay she never would say it and then probably about two years in, she said to me, I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I had no idea what she was talking about. I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say this. And I said, well, go ahead and say it. She said, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to say this thing to you. And I was just like, mom, go ahead and say what it is that you have to say to me. You're a lesbian. So it took her two years for her to be able to say that I was a lesbian. Two years. Now, about two years ago, now, we were at the hospital. My cousin was having a baby and we were just talking about, you know, life. And she said, well, I guess I'm going to have to walk you down the aisle because my dad passed away four years ago and um, I said mom what are you talking about she says well I was just thinking you know your sister's getting ready to get married and um, you know your dad's not here so I guess I have to walk her down the aisle and if you get married then I'm going to have to walk you down the aisle too that's growth that's still walking on that journey that's yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is that's that's just 
And so while she may not have in the very beginning said that, she was still willing to take that walk. And so that's what I'm looking for when I talk about allies. So if I say to an ally, I find this to be offensive, I don't think that an ally should argue with me and tell me, no, it's not. I think an ally should say, tell me more about that. Okay, okay. Uh, we have 30 seconds left. I love that last story. That was that was definitely uh, what we need to hear. Yeah. Uh, Sam, last words. I don't have it. Her story, that's it. That's it. That's what an ally should be. And okay. ally goes through a journey. That's it. I don't be it. Okay. Ed, last words. She said it. Walk with me and understand. And be willing to take the journey. Yeah. You said amen? Your mother is yeah. so proud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, thank you guys for being on the fly, guys. This is part one, because I know Tessa got more to say. <laughs> and Tessa, uh, thanks for joining us on the Fly Guy Podcast. Hey, uh, I love all of y'all. The views expressed on the Fly Guy Podcast by the guests of the Fly Guy Podcast are only the views of the guests, unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. Stay conscious. Stay fly. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. Sam, what's your movement, man? Uh, right now, um, I'm on IG, Sam Corner, 2018. I'm kind of moving to more of a direction of positivity. There's still some sarcasm, though, because that's me, but that's it. And right now, like I told you, um, I got two business things I'm working on right now, so I'm focusing my energies on that simultaneously. Because I'm like, it, it, it's time to move from one station to another. And it's just that time. Everything is starting to align. So I'm just moving forward. Understood. Salute that. The Queen. The yeah. Queen, tell us about your movement. What are you up to? Oh, well, I am a Unitarian. And I'm very active in my church. Um, well, you know, for the uninitiated... What is a Unitarian? Oh, well, a Unitarian Universalist believes that you should find your own truth, that um, we are a behavior-based religion and not a belief system. So we're not based on what you believe, we're based on your behavior. And um, I'm very active. I am the co-chair of the Racial Justice Task Force at our church and I um, I keep people in line <laughs> I, I hold people accountable yes um, she does <laughs> <laughs> yes. hey have you ever visited a Unitarian church Sam you might want to check it out you might want to, next time you in the, you're in the 757 we'll have to take you by okay Good stuff, good stuff. All right, well, the topic of the night is 